name is Tracy Cook and welcome to the podcast series Victim to Victory. This series gives a voice to those that have overcome obstacles in all forms that dare greatly to share their real stories. Amazing humans like our upcoming guest. She is phenomenal. She is a powerhouse. She is empowering and inspiring and she has seen hope and risen above Above those adversities to become victorious, that now support and inspire others to do the same. And today we are giving a voice to Brooke Visser. Thank you very much for joining us on the Victim to Victory. Thank you. So before we get into your story, Brooke, um, first of all, we we met um, on a reality show in the US in 2019. So that was phenomenal with the the um, the Higdon group. So I've seen Brooke transform, and I have seen her journey go from the US uh, to Europe. Uh, her family is amazing. She is a super mum, and she's all about fun and vitality and really embracing the people around her um, with health and wellness and mindset. And she is such a genuine, real person. She is the real deal. And when she speaks, it is always so um, mesmerizing and so on topic. So please go ahead and follow Brooke because what she's about to share with you with her story is impactful and it's also empowering and inspiring and that's what we're all about here at Victim to Victory. So Brooke, where does your story start? That's a good question. So my story started, we used to live abroad and we moved back to the U.S. And when I was in the U.S., I decided to try this whole entrepreneurial thing. And I bombed. I was terrible. I was awful at it. And I thought, I thought I was really good at it. And my director had me do some really bizarre things that worked for her, but they did not work for me. So that's when I get this whole thing like, oh, I'm bad at this. Oh, I'm terrible. This is awful. And I I used to do things to myself like, okay, if you don't uh, have a class today, you've got to run around the circle five times. So I'm out there running around the circle all the time because I I was terrible at it. And I finally realized that what I'm really good at is this, of being online, of talking to people through videos. I'm not good, very, very good at belly to belly talking to people. I'm actually quite an introvert, but I could do this forever. (laughs) So I really had to realize what I was good at and say, you know what? I have to do it my way, not not your way. 100%. So was this more of a mindset or was this more of a a personality trait? Where did this actually come from that um, you, you prefer online? (laughs) I think, I think, um, well, I've always been an actor. I've always liked to be like, look at me right now. Look at me over here. Look at me. Now Um, you were in Cindy Lauper's clip as well, weren't you? I was. And when they, I was in girls just want to have fun. And if you blink, you will miss me because every time I came into the camera, they would cut it. I'm like, Oh, how could they do that? (laughs) And I think I know why. 
because I didn't do what the, the choreographer wanted us to do. She wanted to do these kind of weird movement. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm doing my own movement. So they cut me out of it. Oh, no. <laughs> but you've done some but in the end, amazing things like that. What's that? You've done some pretty amazing things with like your theater and things like that, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, it was fun. You know, I lived in New York for six years and uh, it was in the early 80s and uh, aerobics was just coming into play and I was teaching aerobics and I taught aerobics to Madonna. <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> when she was just, you know, making a big star of herself. It was a, it was a great place to live, great time of year. <laughs> and where you are at the moment, because you've gone through this entrepreneurial um, journey, talk to us about a little bit about some of the challenges through personal growth that you might have faced. Oh, I've had a few. So um, when I was 45, I had, I, well, I had a baby when I was 42. When I was 45, I had a stroke. And this stroke really uh, had us completely start a new chapter. This is when we lived on San Juan Island, north of um, Seattle. And the stroke, I couldn't read or write or talk for about two years. Well, I could talk, but I couldn't read or write. Um, so my husband said, you know what, let's just move to Europe and, and we'll get these synapses working. And I'm like, mm, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. <laughs> sure, whatever. <No. laughs> so we just piled our three kids and we auctioned our house. We sold most of our furniture. Um, we got rid of a lot of stuff. And first we moved down to Uruguay and, uh, we realized that, that was just too far away. We lived there for four years and then we moved to Europe and we stayed there for seven years. So that was, that was a huge chapter in my life because I realized I almost died and, and that would be horrible. <laughs> mm, so, so then I, it just kind of shifted my brain. Like, you know, you have to do what you want to do. You got to do it now because you never know. And the reason why I had a stroke was I was jumping on a trampoline with my eight-year-old daughter and I fainted. Well, I thought I fainted, but what happened was um, the plaque went up into my brain and it caused a stroke. So you never know. You never know. So it's <laughs> such an important life yeah. now because you never know. It's such an important message because... I know that you live life definitely, we hear it to the fullest, but you actually live life to the fullest. You're, you've, you've gone through that stroke and, and you want, you know, the, the best version of yourself every single day. And you see that with your presence online. You see that uh, with your family and the way you talk with and, and, and be with people as well. Now, what is the biggest, um, what is the biggest, challenge with moving so much with such a young family having a baby later in life and um, kind of bringing it all together so that you can still be the best version of yourself every day I think the challenge you know I I live through my kids and my and I'm always just so scared like oh are they going to make friends is this going to be too hard for them you know we we tossed our kids into a Spanish school when they were how old, five, six, and eight, 
we just like threw them in there. And I, I remember picking them up at the end of the day going, oh God, I hope they're smiling. Oh, please. So th that's the biggest thing is that I just, I, I hope and pray I didn't make a huge mistake. I hope that this is going to work. And so far it has worked out beautifully, <laughs> but that's, that's the big scary thing for us. Well, it just goes on a roller coaster. There's just going to be ups and downs. And I think no matter where your kids are at school, every mum kind of crosses their finger at the end of the day, fingers there at the end of the day, because we just want our kids to be happy, don't we? And just we do. well adjusted and good humans and and really um, you know, em embrace that that family unit as well. Now I want to touch on if that's okay, Brooke. You are recently a collaborative author in the Power of Yes book. Talk us through a little bit about what your chapter's about. So my chapter was about uh, when I moved from, the, from Europe to the States and I, I was yanked out of my comfort zone. That was the, the title of the, yeah, the chapter title. And it was all the things I had to do um, in this online, well, it wasn't even online, in this entrepreneurial MLM I was in that was completely against what I am. I mean, we had to go and approach strangers in the mall. I mean, come mm. on. No. It's like, hi. So it was, you know, it was mortifying. And yeah. and I kept on blaming myself. It's like, well, I should be able to do this. I'm really good at, you know, being an actress. I can do this. <laughs> I was awful at it. It was just horrible. And then I finally realized like, no, I, maybe it's good for her, but it's not good for me. And uh, I, I just took a 390 turnaround and says, you know, I can do it online, but going belly to belly with people is not my style and I don't have to do it that way. Oh, definitely. And it, and I know, I mean, especially with the Power Book series and um, uh, especially being a collaborative author as well, it's about the, the whole theme of the book as well is, um, you know, um, doing business without leaving your comfort zone because we hear this success happens at the end of your comfort zone. And, yes, that's true within reason, but if you're... Um, somebody who is just told just get out there and do this and just get out there and do that like a cookie cutter type of thing um what is your biggest takeaway about building and growing from your comfort zone and kind of stretching just a little bit every day like a compound effect what are your thoughts about that well, that's great. You know, I never considered myself a writer. I have an older sister and she's really good at writing. And the teachers always says, oh, you're not very good at this. So from the day one, I said, well, I'm not very good at that. And my mentor, Stacy Hall, she said, well, just try. You can do it. I know you can do it. I said, okay, I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> so that was, you know, pushing myself beyond what was comfortable, comfortable for me. But I can do it. You, you know, you, you find a place where you say, nope, I'm not good at that. And then you have to realize like, well, who told you that? And is that true for you really? Or is that something that was, you know, beaten into as a kid? So you have to look at it with a larger picture and eyes, you go, okay, no, that is, no, I can do this like that. And Stacey's <laughs> great at kind of you know, really putting things into perspective and getting us to stretch instead of going completely outside the comfort zone as well. So when did you first realise that you wanted to be an author and share your story? Uh, when she implied, you can do it. 
Yeah. <laughs> it was like, like a like a light bulb moment for you, was it, Brooke? It was. It's like, you know, and then I had a I had a conversation with a uh Lil Lily, is she the editor? The Lillian? Yep. Yeah. And she was she helped me a lot. She says, okay, you can do this. And she kind of helped me step by step. And I just wrote it all down. I said, oh, I can. And it was funny because I just, I, I, I pushed it off. I pushed it off. I didn't write it. And finally I said, okay, today I'm going to write it. And I just did it. I just got in there and did it. Just one, in one day, just I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, that's so good. <laughs> it's amazing so, what we can yeah. do when we just take action, isn't it? And what was one of your most surprising things that you learned in writing your chapter? That it's me, that it's, that I did that, that this is my voice that came out. And that is kind of incredible that, that you realize that each book Mm -hmm. (laughs) is, that's their voice. I really like that. I think that was, that was a huge thing that I realized, like, this is me. (laughs) That's wonderful. And there's an actual neuroscience too, from kind of thinking it in your head and whether it's, you know, typing it, but more essentially writing it with a pen as well. There's an actual neuroscience of your personality going into each and every single page. Um, now, what do you wish the reader of your chapter really takes away from your chapter? I really wish that people, um, that, it's, that it's consistency. And I see so many people online you know, yelling, oh, this is great. And it goes for like three months and then it's gone. And I'm like, well, what happened? Did they just quit? What happened? And it, you just have to keep doing it and doing it and doing, keep selling it, keep talking about it, keep talking about the results, keep talking over and over. Because although we take information in so quickly these days, it takes a while for people to have it land and say, Oh, she's still doing that. Oh, it must be really good. You know, it it might take a year or two and people don't have that patience with themselves to keep on going with that consistency. And I I hope that people realize that just every day, every day, be consistent. You'll see the results. Oh, I definitely agree with that. It's the compound effect, you know, little daily consistent actions will lead to bigger things, 100%. And do you feel like you need to go out, really, really out of your comfort zone to be successful? And I think we no. touched this earlier in the in the conversation as well, you know, just to stretch ourselves as well. So what would you well, I think it's, say I th- to someone I think- who's who's being told like you were, you know, go to the mall and do this and do that? I mean, what a- advice or tips would you give them around that as well? I would, you know, I would almost say, well, try it. Because, see, if you like it, I hated it. I, I felt, and so the director had me go and talk to one person. She goes, okay, well, let's go in the store and talk to the sales lady. I'm like, okay. So I'm like, how are you? It's nice weather. I, I never said like, well, what's your name and address? I never did that. And afterwards, uh, she said, well, you've got to ask them for their name and address. Like, I just, I couldn't do that. I just can't do that. So I would try it once because maybe you love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you hate it, but just try it and see what happens. Definitely. <laughs> and we all have to give something a, a, a try, don't we? And what have 
you got coming up in 2022? What is 2022 going to look like in the Visa household? Well, I'm excited. You know, I've got one daughter who's about to go to college. I've got my son who's also decided he wants to go to college. Cha-ching! Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a daughter who lives in New York City. But for me, I think I'm going to do a lot. I, I also host um, vendor events. And I absolutely love it because I get to use all my little organizational skills that I really enjoy. <laughs> so I will be hosting a lot of those, but also participate in other people's vendor events because I think that uh, a lot of people, it's all online. Every, mm-hmm. you know, Their life is online and I'm gonna show up even more if you can believe it. <laughs> <laughs> and what um, message would you like to leave our audience on today as well? Um, my message is, Live life to the fullest because you never know when it's going to end. And, and I really mean that. It sounds like a soap opera, like whatever, <laughs> live life to the fullest or whatever. But I really mean it because you never know. And secondly, just be consistent. Take those little tiny steps every day. Even when you wake up, you go, oh, I don't want to do this. Just take little tiny steps every day and you will look back and go, I did it. And look at what I got from it. This is great. Definitely. Do you journal as well? Do you you journal? I do not. Ah. (laughs) And I, you know, it's funny. I used to keep tons of journals and every time we moved, I'm like, ah, throw Mm. these away. I had like seven boxes of journals. And what I used to do is get these, the black ones, and I would paint with um, nail polish on the, cover threw them all away I just I, I don't know uh, one of these days maybe I'll get back to it but for me it takes a lot of space up and we're about to move because we bought a house yes <laughs> yes like, throw out more stuff <laughs> no that is absolutely fantastic um thank you for being a fellow author in the collaborative power of yes book series building your network marketing business without leaving your comfort zone and we thank you very much uh, for sharing your story we'll be sharing where to connect with Brooke uh, you are so appreciated there is more to come and you can find the victim to victory podcast series on YouTube Apple Spotify and our Facebook group so please subscribe share comment and help be the change that the world needs like our superstar guest here Brooke Visser and she is on fire connect with her and make sure that you read her chapter it is very very insightful let me leave you with a message I'll figure out who you are and do it on purpose thanks a lot Brooke thank you 